0: A new dedicated Aboriginal cultural space at the Museum of Sydney has been unveiled by the New South Wales Government. The installation will feature voices, significant stories, truths and histories of Aboriginal culture and people. It comes after the announcement of a new range of initiatives designed to create better social outcomes for Aboriginal people and their communities. Ben Franklin is the New South Wales Minister for Aboriginal Affairs, Arts and Regional Youth and he joins me now. Minister, welcome to Speaking Out.
1: Thanks so much Larissa, really good to be with you.
0: Well, before we get into the issues, I was wondering if you could share with us where you grew up and what first drew you to a career in politics
1: <laughs> Sure. Um, well, I actually spent my formative years down on the Murray River in a little little town called Barham. most people wouldn 't have heard of it it 's a tiny town of a thousand people. Dad was the the high school principal there, and Mum was a kindergarten teacher and um, I loved I loved growing up in the country. We lived on a farm for a few years and then in town for a few years. But I guess what drew me to politics is, well, it really was my parents, that they sort of instilled in me whatever I decided to do in terms of my career. It needed to be something that was about helping other people. And I know that sounds a little bit corny, but um, that's, that's what I've tried to do. I was actually going to be a teacher. I was very close to being a teacher, but... Um, um, but decided uh, I wanted to, to focus more on a, a greater public service, which, um, or perhaps potentially affecting more people, which, which I thought might have been politics.
0: As Minister for Aboriginal Affairs, what are you hoping to achieve?
1: Well, um, look, it's obviously a, an extremely significant and important um, portfolio. To me, there's nothing more important and meaningful than um, having a genuine. Um, Attempt and moving the dial in a in a real way in terms of closing the gap uh, in terms of the you know the seventeen priorities I identified under the national agreement i um, am incredibly proud of the work that we've done uh, in New South Wales in a genuine collaborative way between um, the 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 departments the clusters the officer level working groups as well as the coalition of Um, Aboriginal peak organisations and working together to pull together um, a number of proposals which are now being funded um, to move the dial on on Closing the Gap. There there were 27 uh, proposals, all of which are being fully funded. For the first time, we've got hundreds of millions of dollars going towards um, these initiatives. And I think it's working in a genuinely... um, collaborative way in genuine partnership with aboriginal people gone are the days where um, government says we know best um we do this together we do this uh sincerely and genuinely um and we and that's that's the way that i i've been trying to attack it from the the day that i was made aboriginal affairs minister
0: it is an um, ambitious closing the gap agenda and obviously a lot of the key issues in the closing the gap agenda fall to the states more than the federal government. You've made this commitment and I'm wondering if you can share with us what processes you might go through in terms of evaluating the impact and just, I guess, um, checking that the, um, the um, in investment that you've made is having the right effect.
1: Well, the first thing is, is about the data and and. Uh, a number of the baseline statistics um, we do know, but a number of them we don't. And so it's about ensuring that we've got, um, firstly, we know where the starting point is. And then it's about ensuring that um, the the statistics and the methodology is reliable to, uh, to re-examine them um, and to make sure that we compare them uh, appropriately. My, you know, some of them are, are easy in terms, of, or easier in terms of the, the stats, like, um, uh, you know, suicide or um incarceration rates and so forth uh, others are more difficult in terms of you know the take up of, of language and so on but um we we believe that we've we now have the structures or at least the uh, the, the beginning of structures so that we can get that data in the first place um you know i i uh, was incredibly proud for example to be up in um, Coffs Harbour to be at the, the Gumbanja Gingina um, Freedom School, the first bilingual school in New South Wales, um, where we announced um, a funding for three cadetships, so that the number of Indigenous language speakers in that school uh, will go from one to four. And while there won't be an obvious um, outcome in terms of uh, in terms of numbers on the ground, um, that focus on increasing language uh, and increasing that connection to language and culture for particularly uh, young Aboriginal people is something that's critically important. So it's a bit of both is the answer. One is about the numbers two, It's about looking at the broader effect on the ground.
0: I mentioned the dedicated Aboriginal cultural space at the Museum of Sydney and at the time of its opening you said Australia should be a society that remembers, talks about and reconciles with its past. I was wondering if you could share with us why this is so important for the country and why it's so important for you.
1: I, um, I think we've not been particularly good as a country in looking, facing up to our past in an honest way and I think that there is an ex- not only is there an expectation within the community and the government, but it's also the right thing to do, to do that. And I do believe that uh, the focus has now shifted on understanding the importance of that. So, for example, uh, last year there was an extraordinary exhibition at the Australian Museum called "Unsettled," uh, talking about, in a, in an honest way about the uh, the way that this country. Um, was colonised by Europeans, um, and uh, that was an extraordinarily important truth-telling exhibition that now has has won national national awards. To me, it was incredibly apparent that that sort of truth-telling needed to have a permanent home uh, in the heart of the Sydney CBD um, to be able to utilise the site of the first government house uh, in this state, uh, the site of first contact, uh, really, between uh, Aboriginal people and Europeans, I think it's extremely important to be able to tell those stories on an ongoing basis in, in a profoundly honest way, um, So, because that's the way, the, the only way that we can progress uh, together as, uh, into the future is by acknowledging uh, the past and by um, ensuring uh, that we face up to it uh, in a genuine way.
0: Of course, the other thing that's been a development in New South Wales is the uh, decision to fly the Aboriginal flag on the Harbour Bridge, which is something the community had been advocating for. Um, it's it's more than symbolism, isn't it, to have the flag there?
1: It's much more than symbolism. Um, what I say is to be seen, you have to be seen. And to have uh, the flag, the Aboriginal flag, flying atop the bridge every single day of the year shows that they uh, that Aboriginal people are at the heart of this nation, uh, of this state, of uh, and of frankly uh, this government. Um, this was a commitment of the of the Premier Don Perrottet, um, and he has been relentless in pushing this agenda. And I'm I'm. I've been hoping that this would happen for, for many, many years. You know, like like you, I suspect, Larissa, um, and like so many others, like hundreds of thousands, I marched over the bridge in 2000 um, for that incredibly important reconciliation walk. And um, the fact that it's taken almost a quarter of a century after that to fly the flag permanently, I think, is does not um, reflect well on our history, but I'm so incredibly proud that we've done it now to have the um, flag of the First Nations of this country flying uh, proudly and equally next to the, um, the official or the, 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 the post-colonial flag of this country, um, I think is really important.
0: You're also Minister for Arts in New South Wales, which is obviously a portfolio that intersects with the First Nations space in so many different ways. So can you share with us what some of your priorities are in that area?
1: Well, look, what I'm all about in the art space is access, and uh, that's the fundamental driver of what I want to do, and that means access for everybody, whether that is um, people with. Um, Different physical needs to uh, to others uh, people who might live in western Sydney um, or regional New South Wales um, or people potentially who don't have English as a um, a first language uh, or indigenous people um, it's about ensuring that no matter where people live no matter what their personal circumstances they have access to the um, to really extraordinary and important arts and cultural experiences and what i 'm trying to do is to fund um, a Range of um, uh, different organisations and experiences to assist with that. So one of the things I did, for example, uh, a couple of weeks ago, was announce significant funding for for Tran out in um, in Glebe, and that that uh, centre, that centre for um, uh, Indigenous education and 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 writing, is just so incredibly important um, and it's about allowing those stories to be heard and I guess that's the second point um, what I want to hear uh, and see um, are Australian stories uh, and obviously uh, Indigenous stories are an incredibly critical central element uh, to that so I want to do all I can and am doing all I can to encourage um, the focusing on the telling of and the support of uh, Australian stories and songs and uh, particularly Aboriginal stories and songs.
0: You also have the portfolio for regional youth, which after you've explained your childhood in the country is obviously something that must be very close to your heart, but it is also a portfolio that would have um, a large um, sphere of influence on First Nations people as well. So I was wondering if you could share with us what some of your agenda is in this particular space.
1: There's just been... Uh, it's, it's so important to... I think, after the past two and a half years particularly um to bring young people back together, you know there's been with the isolation with the people learning from home with the um lockdowns and so forth for for older people um, they can put it in their whole life's experience as though oh this was this was you know a couple of years but for for younger people for five six seven year olds um This is a monumentally extraordinary amount of of their life, Um, and particularly for people who um, are developing their social skills by connecting with their peers at that age. Uh, And that obviously um, goes for um, Aboriginal and non-Aboriginal children alike. And so the sorts of projects I've been trying to um, get off the ground and support are projects in, in, for example, the school holidays um, to bring young people together and um, to uh, allow them to focus on events like um, there's a songwriters program where we bring um, people who are professional musicians out into, into regional areas so that they can connect. And if they're interested in um, in writing songs or a musical career, also, you know, there are sporting events, there are festivals, there are um, art and drawing events, there are, and, and a number of these obviously are focused on on First Nations culture as well. It's about um, bringing people back together and bringing young people back together and acknowledging the trauma that they've gone through, uh, not just through the pandemic, but bushfires and floods. I'm from the Northern Rivers. It's, In fact, I've just come from a creative arts forum where they're looking at at, at what needs to be done for um, uh, rebuilding the Northern Rivers in, the, in a creative space. And obviously a range of other events have, have really impacted on young people. So from my perspective, um, we need to do what we can to bring them back together and we need to have a range of initiatives um, supporting young people in that space.
0: There's a lot of uh, positive agenda here and I think um, the the shift, as you mentioned earlier, of governments working with communities and working with community-controlled organisations is where we're seeing the biggest difference on the ground. Two issues that we constantly look at on speaking out are uh, the number of Indigenous children in out-of-home care and overrepresentation in the criminal justice system, particularly for young people. And I was just wondering if you could share with us what your agenda and strategy is in relation to those two areas
1: look i'm I'm obviously um, deeply concerned about that as Aboriginal Affairs Minister in this state too, about those two issues. But um, in the same way, i I believe that the government, for the first time, is looking at new and innovative ways um, to assist in this space. So, for example, We've just extended the curry Courts, which are, um, in, are incredibly important uh, to uh, have a presence in Dubbo, um, which will serve that whole Western New South Wales region, where obviously um, there is the influence of um, Aboriginal elders and, uh, and traditional um, systems overlaying um, the, the Western judicial system and, frankly, um, um, taking prevalence um, often, which is incredible. It's, a, it's same with the same with circle sentencing. has been a, a very important uh, initiative as well, which we've just announced as, is being extended from 12 to 20 courts. Um, this is the sort of thing we need to do Um, to work in new ways, in different ways, to move away from um, an old-school paternalism uh, into a new collaboration. And uh, we need to do that within the justice space um, in a very serious way, uh, I believe, uh, in order to drive down um, the sorts of issues and problems that that you identified initially.
0: Minister Franklin, thank you so much for spending some time with us on Speaking Out and we wish you all the best with your work and your very ambitious agenda.
1: Thank you so much, Larissa. It's a pleasure. And can I say thank you for all the work that you're doing in this space. Uh, You're an extraordinary leader in your own right.
0: That's New South Wales Minister for Aboriginal Affairs, Arts and Regional Youth, Ben Franklin.